this week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we are rolling right along in our adventures in Acts with Almost Persuaded. Paul sails for Rome, a fateful decision, Paul's I told you so, and approaching land. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. Christians, if you want to protect your children from this, you need to develop right now a pretty healthy understanding of civil disobedience. You cannot be a soft presence here in Sodom and expect your children to be okay. We have seen this huge increase in pet ownership in our country, and I think some of it is this desire for women to continue to mother someone or something, and pets have become really a surrogate to that because of the fact that we've decided that children are not the best way in which we ought to live our lives as women and mothers anymore. Read through the whole New Testament and all the explicit passages about baptism, and if you just, I think, ask that pretty basic question of who's doing the work in this passage? Is it man or is it God? Universally, it's it's God doing the work. It's something that's happening to you. Our defense is the strength of God's word, the testimony of God's spirit in our hearts through that word, through his sacraments. In all these ways, God is preserving us in the faith and defending us against all of these snares. Lutherans at the Old Latin School in Lutherstadt Wittenberg, Love, Issues, Etc. The king comes to the prophet Ahab to Elijah and calls him the troubler of Israel. And in response, Elijah issues a challenge on a mountaintop between hundreds of false prophets, the prophets of Baal and the other false gods. It Israel and her king were currently worshiping, and the one true God and the one true prophet of that God at the time, Elijah. Greetings and welcome to Issues Etc., coming to you live from the studios of Lutheran Public Radio in Collinsville, Illinois. I'm Todd Wilkin. Thanks for tuning us in. We're going to be teaching a Sunday school lesson on Elijah and that challenge to the prophets of Baal, which they fail because their God is false. In 1 Kings 18, Pastor Tom Baker will be our guest. We'll be going through listener email, talkback at issuesetc.org, and the Issues Etc. comment line 618-223-8382. Then Pastor Peter Bender will help us look forward to Sunday morning according to the one-year lectionary, Reformation Sunday. Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, welcome back. Uh, thank you. Give us some context for today's lesson. Yes. The king at the time was Ahab, and he had a queen who was very wicked, Jezebel, and they were worshiping Baal. Baal, of course, is an idol. He does not exist. But what God did in light of their fact that they were worshiping false idols is that he stopped the rain from coming and a big famine began to occur on the land. And it happened, according to Elijah, that he was saved by God by taking him to the widow of Zarephath. But then after many, many days, the word of the Lord came to Elijah 
telling him, Go show yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. So Ahab called Obadiah, who was over the household. And Obadiah, though, was one who feared the Lord greatly. In fact, when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord, Obadiah took a hundred prophets, hid them by fifties in a cave, and fed them with bread and water. Now, he was afraid to go to Ahab in case he would be killed. But Elijah told him, no, he would not. And instead, he should go tell your king, Elijah is here and I will meet with him. So that's the background of this when Ahab and Elijah met. Why did Ahab call Elijah the troubler of Israel? Yes, in verse 17 of chapter 18, when Ahab saw Elijah, Ahab said to him, Is it you, you troubler of Israel? And of course, Elijah answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you have, and your father's house. Why? Because you have abandoned the commandments of the Lord and followed the idol Baal. Now therefore send and gather all Israel to me at Mount Carmel, and we'll be able to talk to them. And so, he was a trouble of Israel because he was speaking the word of God. Like many today in the Christian church speak the word of God against the immorality that's throughout the country. And people hate us because they want independence from God. They don't like the idea that they can have an abortion or homosexual activity, or even commit suicide and get a doctor to help them. They don't like those ideas. And so the Christian church today is hated as Elijah was by the prophets of Baal and many of the people. Who then gathered at Mount Carmel? So Ahab sent to all the people of Israel and gathered the prophets, and that be the prophets of Baal, at Mount Carmel. So here you have 450 prophets of Baal and only Elijah. What did Elijah say to the people when they were gathered there? Well, he says to the people, how long are you going to go limping between two different opinions? It's like many people today, they may even belong to a Christian church, but they don't believe what Christ says. And so they're limping between two different religions. He says, if the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. Now, the next sentence in verse 21 is interesting. And the people did not answer him a word. And of course, Elijah said, 
I, even I, only am left a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. And so there were two groups there, and the people were having trouble deciding who they were going to follow. What challenge did Elijah make against Baal and his prophets? Well, he said to the prophets of Baal, let's have two bulls that we can sacrifice. They can choose one bull for themselves and lay it on the wood to be sacrificed, but don't put any fire to it. And I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood, and I will put no fire to it. And then you call upon the name of your God, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. And the God who answers by fire, he is God. And so that was the deal that Elijah was able to make. And all the people answered, it is well spoken. So Elijah ordered the prophets of Baal to choose for themselves one bull and call upon their God, but don't put any fire to it. Let their God catch it on fire. And so they prepared it, called upon the name of Baal from morning until noon. O Baal, answer us. But there was no voice, and no one answered. And they limped around the altar that they had made. And Elijah began mocking them. Cry aloud, for he is a god. Either he is musing, or he is relieving himself, or he is on a journey, or perhaps he is asleep and must be awakened. Now, one of the things that they would do in their religion to show how much they loved Baal was to cut themselves after their custom with swords and lances until the blood gushed out upon them. And so they did that, and they raved on until the time of the offering of the oblation. But there was no voice. No one answered, no one paid attention, and the sacrifice on the altar remained without any fire. How did Elijah prepare to call upon the true God? Well, he said to all the people, come near to me. And all the people came near him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been thrown down by the prophets of Baal. And he took 12 stones. That's according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be your name. And with the stones, he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar, that's a place where items can be filled, as great as would contain 
a whole bunch of seeds. In fact, it was referred to as two CAs of seed, S-E-A-H-S. And a CA was about seven quarts or seven liters of seed. So that was surrounding the altar. And he put the wood in order. He cut the bull in pieces and laid it on the wood. And then he did something. Fill four jars with water and pour it on the burnt offering and on the wood. Then he told them to do it a second time. Now, it wasn't Elijah that was pouring on the water, but the people. So they knew it was water, and they did it a second time. Then he said, do it a third time. And they poured water around the altar a third time. And the water ran around the altar and filled the trench also with water. Pastor Tom Baker is our guest. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson on Elijah and the prophets of Baal in 1 Kings 18. Up next, Elijah prays. Who was it, everybody? It was Jesus. It was Jesus Christ our Lord. Now pay close attention, little children. It's somebody you ought to know. Yeah, it's all about a man that walked on earth nearly 2,000 years ago. Dr. Stephen Saunders, professor of psychology at Marquette University and author of the Issues Etc. Book of the Month, Martin Luther on Mental Health, Practical Advice for Christians Today. 500 years before mental health professionals started to do this, Luther was telling people, be aware of what you're thinking, be aware of how you're behaving, change them so that you can help yourself with your depression, with your anxiety. Learn more about Martin Luther on mental health at issuesetc.org. The Lutheran Church Missouri Synod cares deeply for those who protect our nation. Are you or a loved one currently serving? Ministry to the Armed Forces would like to help. We provide devotional literature to encourage faith. Send your mailing address to lcmschaps at lcms.org or call us at 314-996-1337. Those in uniform are comforted with Psalm 28. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in Him and He helps me. A mobile Lutheran Bible study. You're listening to Issues Etc. I'm Pastor Watson. Are you tired of entertainment and in need of the peace that passes human understanding? I invite you to Augsburg Lutheran Church in Shawnee, Kansas to receive the gifts of Jesus. Augsburg is scriptural, traditional, historical, sacramental, and reverent. The Church of the Apostles, the Councils, and the Reformers wants to be your church family also. For more information, visit us at AugsburgLutheranChurch.org. Not everyone is comfortable with new technology. Dial-A Podcast gives all generations of your congregation an easy way to hear your sermons or even devotionals and Bible studies. Once you've completed a simple one-time setup, we take care of the rest. All your congregants have to do is dial the number from any phone to listen to your latest podcast, all at no additional cost to them. Dial-A Podcast. Extend the reach of your sermons. Get started at dialapodcast.com now.
The November issue of the Lutheran Witness Magazine contains columns by Issues Etc. guests Peter Scare, Chris Eskett, Bill Swirla, and Matt Harrison. The theme is What is Truth? You can receive an annual print and digital subscription for less than $25. Find out more at cph.org witness or by calling Concordia Publishing House 1-800-325-3040. Interpreting the world from a Lutheran perspective, the Lutheran Witness Magazine. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson from 1 Kings 18, Elijah and the Prophets of Baal. Well, Tom, after Elijah has prepared the altar and soaked everything down so many times, what does he pray? Well, at that time, it was a very simple prayer. Elijah came near the altar. O Lord, and the word Lord is in capitals in the English, which means he uses the word for God that Moses was given at Mount Sinai. Then he says, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, which was, of course, Jacob, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word. So answer me, O Lord, answer me, that the people may know that you, O Lord, are God, and that you have turned their hearts back. And sure enough, the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering, and the wood, and the stones, and the dust, and even licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, the Lord, using the name of God, he is God. The Lord, he is our God. How did God respond? Well, Elijah said to them, and this was from God, seize the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape. And they seized them. And Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon, where God had been taking care of him by giving him food from birds and water from the brook. And he slaughtered them there. And it was at that time that the Lord sent rain. Now, I, I want to say something kind of interesting. When I was at the seminary, we had a professor, and they did not often believe in the miracles of the Bible. And we were told that Elijah himself did not pour water into the altar, but poured some flammable fluid like kerosene or gasoline or whatever they had for their lamps so that he then lit it and that's why there was a big fire. So that was a way of saying that God wasn't the one who brought down fire. But the Bible is very clear that it was the people 
who put water on the altar, not Elijah, and they would know the difference between the two and would not have been fooled. And therefore, Satan really lost his ability to entice the people and keep them with Baal. Many people believe that all religions worship the same God. On the basis of this account, how do you respond? All you have to do is take a look at what the religions teach. The prophets of Baal, they taught that you got on their good side by doing good works. In Christ, you are not saved by your works. You're saved by trusting his promises, regardless of the level of your works. It's not that God doesn't want you to do good works, but they are done after you are totally saved. They're part of the life of sanctification, which the prophets of Baal had no such distinction between justification and sanctification. And so when you take a look at every other religion in the world compared to Christianity, always test it by what is the way you are saved. And a lot of people think they are saved by what they do here on earth. And that's a false religion. And the prophets of Baal taught that, but the prophets of Jesus Christ do not. We're saved also by water. It's called baptism when the Holy Spirit comes and grants us faith, which is not something that we concoct, but it's something that God creates within us. And through that faith, he declares us to be righteous in his sight with heaven as our home. Finally, what's the long gospel of this lesson? The law follows from a law and gospel point of view. God requests that we fear, love, and trust him alone. Yet, because of our sinful nature, we often place our trust elsewhere. You can tell what someone trusts by seeing what really bothers them in their life maybe the loss of a job or the loss of a house or a good friend or something, and they blame God for that. No, Jesus proves that he is the true Lord because he offered himself as the sacrifice for our sin, and that's why he is our Redeemer. That is why he is our Savior. That is why our sins are no longer counted toward us. But Christ took upon himself the punishment of sin, even being forsaken by the Father on the cross, so that those who believe in Jesus will never be forsaken eternally. Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel, For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, thanks. And thank you. 
When we come back, it's listener email and the issues, etc. comment line. I'm Todd Wilkin. Stay tuned. blood of Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. All sin. Listen to chapel services live weekday mornings from Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Morning Chapel from Kramer Chapel. Live weekday mornings at 9 Central, 10 Eastern, 8 Mountain, and 7 Pacific at issuesetc.org. Even when we are faithless, He remains faithful. Hi, my name is Rahima Kavuga, Director of Synod Relations at Lutheran Church Extension Fund. We serve the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, and your investment with LCEF makes a world of difference. Your dollars enable LCMS churches, schools, and workers to access low-cost loans for vital ministries. Join us today at lcef.org, and let's empower faith, strengthen ministries, and build a stronger LCMS community together. This is Kevin Hildebrand, Cantor at Concordia Theological Seminary, Fort Wayne, inviting you to our campus in November for the annual Good Shepherd Institute Conference, November 5th through 7th. This year's conference includes addresses by Brian Spinks, Paul Grimm, and James Busher, and there's excellent music, including a Bach cantata with the Seminary Cantorai and a hymn festival at St. Paul's Lutheran Church. For complete details, visit ctsfw.edu slash GSI. The weather is changing, the leaves are falling, and you'll soon be setting up your church's Christmon tree this Advent. But there's a problem. Remember, Aunt Mabel's Christmons are from the 80s. They're made of styrofoam, the glitter has dropped off, and they're being held together with toothpicks. Rush on over to Ad Crucem to fix the situation. We offer all the old designs and a whole lot of new ones. Visit adcrucem.com. That's A-D-C-R-U-C-E-M dot com. Keeping the message straight. Getting the message out. You're listening to Issues Etc. Concordia University Chicago invites all high school students to attend the annual Careers for Christ weekend in person on our beautiful campus in River Forest. Careers for Christ is November 3rd through the 5th. You'll have the opportunity to learn about professional church vocations while having fun with CUC staff, faculty, and students. For more information, visit cuchicago.edu forward slash C, the number four C. That is cuchicago.edu forward slash C, the number four, C. Many educational institutions are governed by the whims of culture and are increasingly hostile to the Word of God. In contrast, Faith Lutheran School in Plano, Texas, provides classical Lutheran education rooted in God's Word for students preschool through grade 12. Simply put, we equip students to stand firm in the faith through solid education focused on wisdom and virtue. We offer in-person instruction as well as live online classes for remote learning. To learn more, visit flsplano.org, flsplano.org.